Mark Edward Willows here again, and welcome to Gab and Cabin. And today I have a very special guest with me. If you are a fan of daytime television, you definitely know who she is. I mean, we could probably say she's the queen of daytime television because she has been on the show for, I know ladies don't like to hear this, but let's say decades, you know, she's been doing the show. Joining me today is from NBC's Days of Our Lives, Judy Evans, who plays Adrian slash Bonnie. <laughs> Judy, welcome to the program. Oh, thanks for having me. Good to see you. Well, like I said, you have been doing these shows since 1983. I mean, you were Beth Rains on Guiding Light. You were Paulina on Another World. You were Maeve on As the World Turns. And of course, Days of Lives. <laughs> You have quite a resume when it comes to daytime <laughs> television. So tell me, what has it been like for you to be playing these roles all these years? And you're still standing and able to talk about it. <laughs> well, I pray, feel pretty blessed for sure. Um, very lucky, uh, very fortunate um, to be a working actor is uh, as a, especially as a woman. <laughs> At this age, <laughs> I feel pretty lucky. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, also, congratulations on Days of Our Lives being renewed for two more years. Uh, what was the reaction on the set for that? Oh, gosh, absolutely thrilled. Uh, just absolutely thrilled out of our minds. Mm -hmm. So two more years of Bonnie, Adrian, antics. What do you think <laughs> she's going to do next? God only knows, right? The world is her oyster. I, anything they want me to. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I mentioned earlier, you started back in 83. And of course, where we are today, so many years later, how have you seen the shows change over the years in terms of even production quality, writing, acting? What, what's your take on it? We certainly do things a lot faster <laughs> now. Mm -hmm. um, used to take a minimum of 12 to 18 hours to do one show uh, a day, which in the industry, that's a feat in itself um, to do anywhere from a 90 to 100 page script in a day. But now we do almost a show and a quarter a day. We're in at six, out by five. And it's mind-blowing how quickly we go there's very little rehearsal except on your own pretty much um though i think we're going back to now that covid restrictions are a little more relaxed we are i think going to have a little bit more rehearsal time not much but it'll it'll be at least better than doing a facetime call <laughs> yeah because back in the day didn't you sort of have like all day to practice all day to rehearse final taping was late in the afternoon where now you sort of walk into the sound stage in the morning and you're in front of the cameras within 20 minutes it's ready set go oh do we really need a rehearsal we could just do it okay yeah. okay which I actually, I actually like that um i know there's some people who aren't crazy about it but i'm like if especially if we've rehearsed on our own usually the first take is the best and I think it's kind of a theory and then you don't get another good one to like take 17 so sometimes just going off the fly there's certain energy and nervousness about no rehearsal at all and just go mm -hmm. that I I personally kind of like I think I like jumping off cliffs mm -hmm. so. just going in and going doing it and getting it over 
uh, just the excitement of, can we really do it? Oh, we can? Okay, great. <laughs> now, you know, it's no secret. I mean, daytime actors work hard. Honestly, you all deserve an Emmy Award. <laughs> I mean, it is a lot of work that daytime actors put in. I mean, more than primetime. I mean, evening, you know, you do a sitcom, you study it all week, and then Friday night you shoot it. That doesn't work that way doing daytime. And uh, it is really sort of a roller coaster. So, I mean, how do you handle all of that in life itself? And because it is, it is a roller coaster, is what it is. <laughs> it is. Um... I, I kind of feed off that energy. So I, I really like it. Uh, too much time on my hands is not a good thing ever for me. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, it's, it, it amazes me. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we will have people who have done a lot of film or nighttime or theater and they come on and they're, they're shocked by how much material and what places we can go to emotionally just boom 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 um balls to the wall if you will how do you cry at the spare of a moment because on daytime there's a lot of tears <laughs> i know and people ask me that all the time and honestly uh, for me uh, you know i just it's hard to explain but um i have to be really prepared like no matter what and this is a training that i received i've, I've trained a lot over the years and you have to know your words. You just have to know your words because you can't think about oh, what's my next line. You have to really listen to that other person and open up. It kind of puts your heart on your sleeve and it's not so much to cry on a dime. I, I just lucky enough to be able to open that vessel so I can listen, respond. I'm in that situation in that moment. And a lot of times when I tear up, it's not in the script. It's just, oh, I'm being affected emotionally. It's a lot of pressure when it says cries on this line, then it's like, oh my God, I don't know if I could do that because I don't know if I'll be there. And you know, you just have to, I don't know, just free fall. Yes. Now, um, is there uh, some improvising or is it word for word of the script? It's pretty much word for word. Mm -hmm. I mean, the writer took the time to write it. We should at least, you know, have the integrity to right, say what right, they wrote right but i mean can you do something like you know say for example you're warm can you like you know fan yourself or something they're not going to say cut right no 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 um i mean if you have a bodily function that happens i'm sure they would but um uh you know or if you didn't move on a right a correct line they'd stop but uh there's not a lot of improvisation and and i again i come from a school of uh, teachers that different uh, teachers that I've had that are like no you have to I mean that's your job you you can't improvise you have to say what's written on the page now sometimes in the heat of the moment when you're going at it things may come out a little different but as long as they make sense a lot of times they'll take it but but it it's usually for me it's it's in the heat of the moment maybe I switch two words or something like that and and uh, I, I I tend to have a lot of speeches so, <laughs> yes, you know, they, they do give me a little grace, but I really try my best to say it the way the writer wrote it. Mm -hmm. It seems like Adrian is always talking and Bonnie's always confessing. <laughs> now well, the, that's a good way of looking at it, yes, you know? Yeah. Yes. Now the characters. Either, 
Either uh, one, they're, they're jabber jaws. <laughs> yes, they are. Now, between the two of them, which is your favorite? Fess up. Which is, do you like Adrian or Bonnie or? It's hard because, you know, again, people ask me that question and it's, I don't have a favorite. They're both so different that I love them both for very different reasons. Um, Bonnie's a lot funnier um, and their scenes tend to allow for that, you know, body kind of racy humor. Um, but Adrian had her moments of humor too. You know, they're both just so different. It's, it's like saying, do you like apples or oranges better? I don't know. They're both good. <laughs> yes. Now, when you started doing this, I mean, show business also kind of runs in your family. If I recall, didn't you tell me once a long time ago when we were sitting at the bar? <laughs> I think you told what me bar? that. <laughs> that time that your family was in a circus or something. You traveled mm -hmm. as a kid. Yeah, tell us a little yes. about that. I, um, I was born in the circus. My parents were trapeze artists. My three older brothers performed as well, um, like the whip act, the elephant act, and they did different and, they, and clowns. And then I, they put me to work at about two and a half as a clown. So <laughs> I started working at two and a half. And I think there maybe was a two year period in my life where I haven't worked mm. before, since then. So I've worked in some kind of capacity maybe not in show business but I worked in some kind of capacity but yeah it was really fun we used to travel from town to town all over the western states and also a little in Mexico and mm -hmm. we'd set up one day and you know in the in the middle of the night do two shows pack up travel to the next town set up go to sleep wow. my father so taught us yeah so entertainment is definitely in your blood I guess so. <laughs> or at least being a clown is. Clowning no around is. Yes. Now, I want to go back, Judy, to when you were Beth on Guiding Light, because you won an Emmy Award for that role. Uh, how did that feel? What was your reaction when they announced Judy Evans? Complete shock. I'm totally not expecting that. Um, I was very young and really just, you know, was glad to be working. So I just really, that was not something that was in my mind at the time because I was so new to the business so it was just shock and speechlessness I was completely speechless and mm -hmm. I think you know kind of embarrassing because I went up there I think I thanked four people and just kind of woohoo you know mm -hmm. I didn't know what to say I just I, I didn't just didn't know that much about those kinds of things so mm -hmm. just a little weird for me great an honor but I, I just was it was almost like you know overload mm -hmm. and where is the statue in your house on the mantle or in the living room window <laughs> <laughs> um right now it's kind of in the very top shelf uh in the living room kind uh, of kind of in the in the back you know there mm -hmm. but not there <laughs> yeah now how did the soaps i mean come up because you're originally from the west coast and a lot of your work was all done on the east coast the other shows i mean you left at a very young age how did that all come about i mean leaving behind your family everything going just going and following your dream i guess or what so how did all of that start for you Again, it was a whirlwind. I auditioned for Guiding Light out in California for the for initial audition. And then uh, they flew me to New York to test. And then six weeks later, I was moving to New York. And I just, uh, you know, again, kind of young and dumb, just like, okay, mm -hmm. well, 
whatever. I mean, I've kind of been used to that, I guess, with the circus and all, and just, you know, dive, dive, do you, jump. You know, do you think, I, and I, by saying just by being young and dumb, like you said, do you think that's what makes you so successful in this business? I mean, you seem like whatever comes along, you take the dare, you do it, and everything seems to work out for you. I, I, I've been very, again, very fortunate. Also, that first role, the, the character of Beth, um, the actress that I worked with, uh, the writing of that character, I think it, I believe that that character has, not that I've played that character and over, but the impact of that character and how well it was written and just the whole story kind of set the stage for the rest of my career. I, I think it's everything is springboarded off that and uh, it, it, it was a phenomenal time. And like I said, I worked with phenomenal people. And the characters you've played, Beth, Paulina, Mae, Bonnie, Adrian, who are you most like in real life? Hmm, that's funny. I think kind of a cross between Paulina and Bonnie, probably. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Paulina was always so suave. I remember the character. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, you know, again two characters I they don't really think a lot about the future they just oh go with the flow and oh that sounds exciting I think I'll do that and uh, oh that kind of hurt okay well I better pick myself brush myself off next you know they don't really plan out their lives they just kind of go by the seat of their pants and I'm mm -hmm. I'm not very I, I'm a planner but I'm not I'm a planner about things being in a certain order in certain areas are very compartmentalized but as far as acting and career it's just like well and it's not a very you know it's not like okay you start off on this level and then you work yourself up like a, a normal job it's just you know you're either lucky to work or you're not lucky to work so you know oh here's a job oh awesome and then I hope it lasts for a while mm -hmm. what is your biggest fear in the business not working again and not <laughs> no seriously i every I, I, every single time i walk on that set i'm afraid it's my last day mm -hmm. and because it, it all it happens like that and um i i've spent the last 30 years hearing there's not a lot of work for a woman your age so you know i figured that time's eventually gonna come i hope not but that's how my biggest you, fear of just not working again yeah, how do you personally feel about that? Because I have spoken to actresses that are older and uh, some from Days of Our Lives, and they would always say, you know, to me and to the viewer, that's the character that makes the show. And that is who the fans love. They all love the fan favorite. I mean, and no matter how old, I mean, we can use Bill and Susan, Hayes, Doug and Julie from your show. I mean, veterans, people love to see them. You, Deidre Hall, anybody that has been there, it seems like the fans relate with those characters. So why is it so in Hollywood, everything's got to always be young? It's a youth-oriented business, and especially for women. Um, and you look at a lot of the relationships in films or nighttime, the guys are usually a little older, the girls are young and, you know, perfect. And so for women, it's a very, it's, I think it's better now, but still it's a far cry from, you know, you know, there are not a lot of 
roles for seasoned women. <laughs> <laughs> now, we talked earlier about, you know, some of the changes from back then to today. How do you feel they changed in terms of storyline? Do you think there was more love and family orientated back then as to today? Or what is your take on that? There were a lot more relationships. Like there were friendships, uh, siblings. There were a lot more scene scenes. were a lot longer. They were... Um, uh, I think in this culture that we're in of, you know, everything really quick, 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 the chapter of like that too. So scenes are shorter. Uh, you don't interact with a lot of different people. They, there's no time. There's no time to write it. There's no time to produce it. So there was a lot more writing. There were a lot more parties. There were a lot more location shoots, but you also interacted with a lot more people. Now it's just, there's no budget, I think. I could be totally wrong, but I think from what I gather, there's just not the budget for, you know, having or, or the time. And, you know, maybe people don't want to watch that. You got to catch them in the first few minutes of any show mm -hmm. and you got to keep exciting them, exciting them. And sometimes, you know, when you build a story, even though that's a great way to do it in this day and age, it's hard to take that risk. I yeah. think. Do you think with all what's out there today, you know, social media and a million channels all over the place, do you think that kind of affected daytime oh, television a lot? hundred percent, hundred percent. Reality TV, it, it has changed a lot. People always go back to things really changed uh, when the, during the OJ thing, you know, because people wanted that constant, Ooh, you know, and it's reality. And so there's that. And you have so many choices, you know, again, you gotta be so quick and so exciting all the time. And, you know, a show that's on five days a week, you gotta give it to the writers, the producers, you know, and the directors, because they have to make it interesting. Not that it wasn't interesting every day, but it has to just have so much life now um, to be able to, oh, I don't know. I can't imagine having to write that every single day, but they do. And mm. they do a great job doing it. Yeah, I was just going to say, would you attribute the writing, the acting, all of the above, the success today of our lives? Because I mean, you know, even Definitely. if you don't watch that show, all you have to do is say days of our lives. Oh my God, it's been around forever. You know, everybody knows the history of that show. And right. I mean, that is just remarkable. So it's sort of like the whole village comes together to get that show. Right. Well, Al Rabin, who used to uh, executive produce Days of Our Lives, he I always used to say, his, one of his famous lines, he had many, um, was, it all begins with the written word. And mm -hmm. it does, it all, everything, it, everything starts with the writing, whether it's a commercial or daytime drama or a film at all, if the writing is there, well, it also makes everybody else's job super easy. Sure, <laughs> sure. Now, do the writers uh, study the character? Meaning, like, do they ever do a little interview with you? Do they talk? Do they find no. out what makes you tick or they don't? <laughs> no, you know, I mean, it, it, there are not too many shows I've been on where you had much interaction with the writers, or at uh, least I don't. Maybe uh, they don't think I have, you know, maybe I don't have good opinions. I don't know. Um, but they usually for from my experience the writers don't have a lot of interaction with the actors mm -hmm. but that that could be just my you know maybe they're not interested in talking to me i don't know <laughs> no i don't think that's it judy <laughs> i think it's probably they just keep it. that's the way they write and it's fresh you know not knowing 
you more on a personal level. Well, it's just kind and of I've heard so, I've heard some writers don't want to know you on a personal level because they want to just know that character, and I get right. that too. They want to be immersed in that character too, and if they knew too much about you, it might bleed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, has there ever been a time in all your years doing this, anyone ever come up to you and says, uh, Judy, um, any take on Bonnie? What would you like to see? Do they ever ask an opinion or no? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> just go and no. do it. So every time you pick up the script, it is just a total surprise. I, it is. It is. And it's always a page turner for me. But, um, you know, and I don't know if I'd have an opinion, you know. Um, I, I I don't know if I'd have an opinion. That's the worst part, you know. Yeah. What would you like to see Bonnie do? I don't know. Whatever you want me to do. Maybe I'm too uh, too eager to please. I don't know. And do you kind of like it that way? Maybe that's fun for an actor, the not knowing part. It's it's exciting. And and I <laughs> I don't you I I've only asked once what was gonna happen because I, I I love to find out. I only asked once. And uh, I was fired. So oh. I was going to be the one. <laughs> that was the last time you asked, right? <laughs> it was. That cold chill down my spine, the feeling of wanting to vomit right away. I said, yeah, I'd rather, rather not know ahead of time because it was, it was just, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I'll just take it that I don't, I don't ask. It, ta it taught me a really good lesson. Don't ask. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And aside from all the madness of the soap opera world, what is going on in Judy Evans' life? I know you had a little bout with COVID. Uh, can you tell the fans about that? Because I've been flooded. Ask Judy, is she okay? <laughs> she looks fabulous, but how is she? So tell us. Uh, I'm good. It's been a long recovery um, because I'd had a horseback riding accident and I broke a lot of bones and um, and compress my lung and then while I was in the hospital got COVID pretty bad as far as uh, had a horrible clotting situation they they at one point said we may have to remove your legs and I was like what, what? I just came in here because I you know broke my bones what the heck but um it was it's been a long recovery because I had a lot of time literally on my back so getting walking again moving again and then trying to rebuild my left side again because everything had been atrophied everything in my body been atrophied but especially my left side my left side was much lower so it's been taking a lot of physical work to get better and a lot of training and just to walk again let alone get in shape again because I also gained a lot of weight because I was laying down, watching TV, eating, and, you know, taking, you know, the pain medication they gave me. So I wasn't doing a whole lot for a few, mm -hmm. for a while in there. Yes. And has that detoured you anyway from getting back on a horse? No. No. Um, I've, I've, mm -mm. I've been, and I have friends that are like, well, you're going to get rid of your horses, right? Like, Why would I do that? Well, you're not going to ride again. Why wouldn't I? So I have been up. I haven't been up the way I want to be up. I've been up in the arena. Um, also, I have two young horses that, you know, haven't been ridden a lot in the last year. So I've got to retrain them and get because, you know, I don't want to repeat, but I haven't been on the trails and I miss that. And I'm, I have, I have some trepidation. And so I want to really be confident before I get back on that horse's back, because if you're not confident, they know it. And especially these two, they'll be like, your toast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How did the uh, horseback riding come about? Is it just a therapeutic thing for you or what? I've 
I think my first word was horse. I <laughs> loved horses all my life. And um, so, and I've had horses a lot in my life. I just love, well, I love animals, but I really love horses. I love being around them. I love riding them. I've just, it's, you know, maybe I knew it was a thing that would almost kill me. I don't know, um, but I do love it a lot. Mm. And it, there's something wild and free and being one with nature when you're out there. And I love going fast. Really? That's the problem. Oh yeah. I, I'm just I the love opposite. That. I'd be real slow. <laughs> oh no. I, and when I watch movies like, um, oh gosh, uh, you know, where they're, just flat out riding like crazy and I I that's how I like to ride and you know jumping over branches and trees oh, hitting you and See, I, would be, I would be fine just walking the horse on the train <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. but I love your zest for life and I think that is what <laughs> makes you very successful I could see you love doing the mad dashes going out and it just seems like everything you do you have fun with Am I right? I try to. I yeah, try I mean, to. I just, try. It, it comes across that way on the screen. Now, what does the future hold for Judy Evans? Uh, to, I know two more years on Days of Our Lives, but you thinking anything? Would you ever like to do films, stage, mm -hmm. uh, all mm -hmm. of the above? Yeah, everything. Mm -hmm. See? Yeah. I, I, I hope to I hope to continue acting in, in whatever medium and realm. Um, that would be awesome. But I also know that, you know, you can't, you could do your best to send your life in a direction, but your life's going to go in the direction it's going to go. So I, I try not to worry too much about the future. I'm glad, like I said, I get to the set, I worry, this, this might be my last day, but let's have fun. And, you know, we'll just figure out the next step later, but I'd love to continue acting and growing and learning and, you know, just trying different things as far as being an artist. I really like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And what would you want the fans to know about Judy Evans that I would not think about asking you? Oh, that's <laughs> a hard question. What did my husband say the other day? I forgot what he said. I don't, oh, I cannot not laugh at any kind of bathroom humor. I'm like an eight-year-old boy really? it has a fart or a poop or somebody peeing even if i've seen it a thousand times i will still burst out laughing and my husband now will watch movies over and over again and he'll when he knows it's coming he looks over like are you gonna laugh and i'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> can't help it it just it just makes me laugh and what is the one role that you would want to play that you still have not Oh, gosh, any and all. Any, any, you're open to ideas. Huh? Yep. Yeah, yep. you seem to play a lot. And it is funny how the writers go in that direction because your characters are so vivacious. <laughs> they really are. And I, this is what they see in you. So, I mean, would you ever like to play a real serious role, um, you know, matronly mother? Or, or do you enjoy putting on the wigs and the glam and, you know, doing all of that stuff? Oh, no, I, I, I love anything. But, you know, I do get excited. Like, you know, I really would love to play a spy, maybe a murderer. You know, I don't know. You know, I could be more introspective. It's just there's no time on daytime to be introspective. So oh, yeah, just kind yeah. of 
Yeah. yeah but How about I, doing daytime, does that, because I mean, you've done so many years, but do you ever feel like it has hindered a career where you could have more opportunities if you didn't do daytime? No, I don't think so. Because oh, daytime I, is like, so first that you get to play all these fun characters. Mm -hmm. That's what's interesting and, about daytime. And as far, as far as being an actor to know pretty much that you have a job regularly is sure. a really good thing. You know, I, I'm a worker bee. So I, I like that. I, I don't know if it's hindered. It's been a wonderful life. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of happy oh. the way it is. And, you know, just take it as it comes. Yeah. And besides the horseback riding, any hobbies, anything Judy Evans engages in? Um, I started boxing um, a little bit. Ah, and I are. really like that. <laughs> of course. I really like that. I can um, see you doing it. <laughs> I'd like to take up surfing. I've always wanted to do that and skydiving, but I haven't, you know, I didn't, I know my husband doesn't want me to skydive, so I'm going to have to do it secretly. Oh, mm -hmm. is he sort of the opposite, your husband? You more daring than him? Yeah, oh. <laughs> very much. The uh, he's, he's, he's a little bit of an adrenaline junkie too, because he loves riding too, and he loves, you know, cowboying up, but th there are certain things. It's like, I'll jump off a cliff. Okay. I'll, you know, fly on a trapeze. I, that, I love that kind of stuff. You know, fly in a helicopter or jump out of a plane. I, I'm that kind of person. He's a little more, well, let's see if somebody else dies first. Oh. <laughs> Where I'm like, I'll be the first to try it. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you just, good. I yeah. push him and he pulls me back. So it's a good, it's a good balance. Yeah. And taking dares is what life is all about. If you don't take a dare, you never do nothing. If you don't push forward, you'll always be in the same spot. Yeah. I'm not good in the same spot. No. I'm not a tree. <laughs> I'm more like a tumbleweed. Yes. Well, Judy, it was a pleasure having you on the program. Oh, always nice to you. see you. You're always welcome to come back and much continued success with Days of Our Lives. And uh, let's just see what Adrian and Bonnie is going to be up to next. God only knows. As God only say, knows. It's in the hands of the writers. <laughs> it is. The, the writer gods. Um, no, thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to the next time we meet. Yes.